I'll tell you what, montage. It we are live. Holy cow, it feels like a little bit too late. It's 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, we are live here in the sit-down on the Build the Buffalo Network, presented by Underdog Fantasy with that promo code of BIB, which will get you a deposit match today up to hundred dollars. Of course, I am Sauce Scott at Buffalo Sauce Scott on Twitter. Join here with my co-host Mafia Montage. How you doing today, brother? Bill's Mafia. Sauce Gun, how you doing? Montage, I think we got brother. here. And, I've got uh, plenty lined up for everybody out there. And I'll tell you what, I, I, we have got to just get this thing kicked off, right? Because, guys, we want to apologize right off the rip because we are actually adding quite a bit to this show. And I really think that you guys are going to actually really be impressed with just how great the entertainment is going to be tonight. Montage is going to break down everything with the analysis. But before we kick this introduction off, don't forget to hit that like and share. You're live here on the Built the Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Montage, let's get it going. Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. You can earn up to 20 times your money in a single night. Sign up now with promo code BIB and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of at least $10 or more. Underdog Fantasy, the official sponsor of the sit down live on the Built in Buffalo Network. Okay, yes. Now, guys, bear with me. If there's any issues with lag, it has nothing to do with anything that we got going on. It is a StreamYard issue because I'll tell you what, they keep telling me, Montage, connect to the LAN connection. I'm already connected, right? So I don't know what more I could do. But, of course, guys, we are ready to kick off the show this week. Montage, how are you feeling tonight, brother? Feeling great, man. Feeling great. Got my nice new merch on. Got the chicken wing design. Check us out on T Public. Go to our Facebook page, and we can get the link uh, right there. And uh, check out our Twitter facebook and youtube page got a lot of cool uh highlight videos things like that so please take a look like share and subscribe to each of those please yeah guys and of course you can follow both of us on twitter at buffalo sauce god and at mafia montage of course this is the sit down we are in partnership with underdog fantasy but montage let me tell you a built-in buffalo has got a heck of a lot more brewing and there are some big things in the works my friend so Guys, don't forget to follow the Twitter page, like us on Facebook, subscribe to that YouTube channel because you don't want to miss any of the content, not just the sit-down, but everything that Built to Buffalo's got as far as updates, roster updates, game time. I'm telling you, the game, play-by-play tweeting, I'll tell you what, Lance, it can be something. So, of course, there's just tons of great reasons to follow Built in Buffalo. So, guys, of course, uh, do us all a favor and uh, follow us and subscribe. Let's get those comments flowing. We are a little bit late, but it's okay because we got a jam-packed show. Montage has started off with our first segment. Bada bing, which is what we're going to talk about as the good of the week. And that is our one of our newest segments that we're doing. 
And bada bing, montage. Well, there were some bad things that happened for Bill's Mafia this week. And obviously, we saw a significant player go down in injury. But what did you think was some of the things that happened this week that uh, maybe gave us a good sign of energy or a wave going forward? Yeah, we had some guys uh, going out there kind of dancing around a little bit. Saw a video with Deion Dawkins, who was dealing with a high ankle sprain, and he's kind of, you know, dancing with the team and got a couple of defensive guys, Shaq Lawson, dancing back with him. So just really cool to see, you know, the energy's back with this team. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're not out there flat. Uh, maybe we got too uptight. I'm not sure. But, you know, now we're we're out there. We're loose. I feel like this is going to be a really good game, and it's in Buffalo, so all Bills Mafia can get there and feed feed them even more energy and really just uh, trounce the Jets, get back to 500 in the division, right? Right, and I'll tell you one of the things, uh, you know me, I'm a guy that always sees opportunities, right? So with the things that happen, which we're going to get to here in our next segment, but with the things that happened this week, it presents, uh, it looks like my connection's a little slow. Montage, can you hear me just fine, brother? Yes, sir. A little bit of a lag, but we're all right. Keep going. You know what? Do me a favor. Take that ticker. If you could, take that ticker off the bottom there. Yeah, the, if you could take that uh, bottom scrolling banner off at the bottom there, my friend. Yep, it's all off. Okay, excellent. Okay, all right. Sorry, guys. So, of course, we have some technical issues with StreamYard, but uh, so – this presented an opportunity for guys like Greg Rousseau, right? Which everybody knows that Greg Rousseau was having quite the year until he had his own injury issues, right? But that's what's going to happen when you play alongside Vaughn Miller. But Vaughn Miller spoke so highly about Greg Rousseau and, hey, he's year two. You and I both know exactly how much upside this kid has, how big he is. We saw how impactful he was against those New England Patriots. To me, this just shows us exactly what we are made of as a football team. So, I don't, you know me, I can't look at a situation and dwell on it. I can't look at it in a negative aspect. I have to look at it from a positive uh, aspect of things. And to me, we were already right there. You already know that montage. We were right there. And of course, that's why we went and got a guy like Vaughn Miller. But we were right there anyways, that don't you feel like in a sense, even with the, you know, the injuries that we have at this point, that we still are more than capable with the guys that we currently still have. Yeah, I mean, this team is not much removed from what we had last year that took us uh, to nearly an AFC championship and what we all think could have been a Super Bowl, right? So I think the roster, the way it is, is good enough to to get the job done down the stretch, and then hopefully we can get some guys um, the rest they need and kind of get them healthy for you know the the playoff run, and hopefully we can get that first week by because that would be that would be sick for for guys' health. Um, yeah, what do you have anything else before I jump into a comment uh, on the Let's bada bing? Let's get to bing. the comment real quick. Honestly, I want to hear from Bill's Mafia, see what's going on. Bada bing, Mac Jones was fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Montage, go ahead. Start us off here. Yeah, it was great. You know, there's a lot of different fines uh, being levied down uh, today for whatever reason. And um, just a bunch of guys for unsportsmanlike uh, conduct. Hits on the receiver. DeMar Hamlin got a fine as well. And um, you know, I'm not surprised to see Mac Jones, the way he behaves, uh, getting fined either. What do you think yeah. about Mac being fined? Uh, honestly, it's doing him a favor, you know, just bank, you know, rob, rob the bank with him, you know, so that way he gets out of the NFL and he does himself a favor and he doesn't have to get his ass whooped, you know, twice a year for the next however many years he plays with the Patriots. So for me, yeah, I Mac Jones is a dirty player. I mean, 100%, if you look yeah. at the film, he is a dirty player. But how about DeMar Hamlin? He was fine. 
and we all know, like, what are you supposed to do in that situation? Dave yeah. Myers, a built-in Buffalo. I know how livid he was about that, and he was he wasn't wrong, Montage. Nope, so, I you know what else I like too. What is also about it being a good thing about this week is that everybody is just again sleeping on the Buffalo Bills, you know, and, and saying the Jets with this defense with Mike White. Let's not act like the Bills are not the kings of the AFC East. I just don't understand montage. You don't yeah. see people doing that to the Chargers. You never saw people trying to say that, you know, teams like uh, the Colts weren't running the AFC South when Peyton Manning was there. Why does Bills, the Buffalo Bills, always have to get hate? I just don't understand yeah. it. Well, so, yeah, I think that, you know, they've, they're looking at the past uh, transgressions, I'll call them, kind of against the, uh, you know, the mafia really just uh, with some of the law heartbreaking losses and things like that. So hopefully um, they're wrong. I think they're wrong. You think they're wrong. Those mafia thinks they're wrong. So I really hope that we can um, get past that, prove everybody wrong and uh, you know, come out on top today or tomorrow. And uh, especially this week with another division game in hand here. And for anybody just now tuning in, don't forget to hit that like and share. Of course, you're live here in the sit down of the Built in Buffalo Network with myself, the Sauce God, and Mafia Montage. And this show, of course, I wanted to bring this up real fast. Why am I wearing this Sabres jersey, by the way? This beautiful green custom Sabres jersey that my mother, you know, blessed me with on my birthday, St. Patty's Day. It's because I got a pick in, actually, a couple picks in on Underdog Fantasy with the Sabres on that Underdog Fantasy app montage. Because I'll tell you what, that promo code of BIB to get you a deposit match. It doesn't matter if you just deposit 10 bucks. It doesn't yep. matter. You're still going to get a full deposit match right now. And I wanted to remind anybody that's watching right now, if you get in and you subscribe with our code, Montage and I are going to actually run a giveaway where if you send us a screenshot of your parlay, your ticket, your play, and if you win, you'll be entered into a giveaway. And I think Montage, if, when we get to like 10 people, 10 winners, we're going to immediately do it because I got something really Really cool, and that's a Greg Rousseau rookie autograph card because I think those mafia could definitely like a little bit of Greg Rousseau, right? Absolutely. So, of course, guys, get in with Underdog Fantasy, which is actually, I wanted to clarify, legal in more than just the states where sports betting is legalized because it's not a sports betting app, guys. It's daily fantasy and higher lowers, and it's really easy to use. And actually, we're going to go through some of those picks later on in the show. But honestly, I love how you can just split it up with sports. And it makes it really easy. And for me, Montage, you see that insurance option there? I got to take it sometimes, right? Because oh, yeah. mo more money is better than no money, right? Yep. That's the way I look at it. So still get 10 times, get a little insurance. If you uh, hit four, uh, you're still good. And you get two and a half times your uh, your wager. So, yeah, definitely a cool little feature. I'll show you that in a little bit here when we get to that segment. So after that, we have forget about it, right? All right, so my montage, forget about it. It's just what is the bad of the week? And I think that we can all agree here that I'm going to speak for the both of us here. Vaughn Miller uh, goes in for surgery, and it's found that he has slight tear to his ACL, effectively ending his season. And it's, you know, I'm honestly getting a little choked up thinking about it because, like, you saw his attitude about it. That, is he not really just such a great leader to – to this football team where it doesn't, to me, it doesn't even feel like it matters if he's going to be on the football field. I feel like his presence alone makes us even more of a championship caliber team. So of course the loss of Vaughn Miller, you can't replace that. And we brought him here, but I don't want Bill's mafia to think, you know, is this possibly going to slow him down? No, Vaughn Miller is the type of guy that it was a freak injury. And at the end of the day, he's a dog. He's, he's trying to go yeah. and win a Super Bowl with the Buffalo Bills. There's nothing that's going to slow him down except his own mentality, which I don't see that happening. So, Montage, 
you know, how did you feel when you saw the news? And what, what do you think the Bills are going to have to, you know, men mentally, what are they going to have to do going forward? Yeah, you know, I think the good thing is that Von Miller is going to help them with that. I think he gets them through this a little bit because of his mentality and how strong he is on that. So, um, you know, I think that we'll be all right. Like I said before, without uh, without Miller for a little bit, um, you know, I know that he's gone for the year actually, but I think that, you know, he's going to come back and, and I wouldn't be surprised um, if he's ready for week one next season. And I think that because it wasn't a full tear, they all they said was what was there wasn't stable enough to continue playing. So, and the doctor wanted to fix it right then. So I think that cuts a, cuts a season short, but is going to lengthen his career in the long run. And I'm really good with that approach. I think that, you know, we got to remember we signed him long-term and as much as we want it this year and every year, I think that, you know, you have to do what's right for the guy just as well. So my, you know, biggest thing outside of just Von Miller is the injury report as a whole. So I think that, you know, we can bring up the Bills injury report here and you have uh, Deion Dawkins, obviously, is our big question mark. We already ruled out Reggie Gilliam, had a couple of veteran rest days here, and we see that Josh Allen was full the whole week. So that's really good. Um, looks like Questenberry uh, with that ankle, man, oh. it was heavily taped, you know. I mean, talk about a guy that was just crippled by an injury last week, right? He was. I mean, just, but he was still out there dogging it. I give him that. Was, I give him that. I mean, the, the couple of plays, though, man, those guys made him look silly, just backpedaling and falling right on his ass. So I think that it's just really crazy to to think that he'll be um, super effective. So that makes me really want Deion Dawkins even more to, to try to play. But um, he's also limited with an ankle injury as well. So I don't know if it'll be any better. Uh, either way, you know, we're kind of putting a wounded duck out there. Um, Gilliam being out is interesting for me. I'm wondering – how much did more a back shoulder fade in practice and got hurt. <laughs> I'm wondering how much more we're going to see Dawson Knox now with Gilly. I think that Dawson Knox hey, his might not come off the field. Last you know? week only because of how much he was used in the blocking game, which honestly I think yeah. he was very effective. I mean, when Questenberry is just letting guys run past, walk past him, it felt like, you know, Dawson, mm -hmm. you know, he held his own. So I like that he can be that versatile too. I, I like that you bring that up, but continue montage. Yeah, for sure. A uh, little rest for a couple of vets, like I'm saying here. So then we get to Milano, right? So this is the big question mark on defense. We have Matt Milano, questionable. We do have Tremaine Edmonds in, and it doesn't seem like we can get too many games where both of those guys can play uh, together. And um, so that's where I really think down the stretch here, that's going to make a big difference with, uh, you know, getting guys healthy, um, getting uh, hopefully that first week by, that'll uh, help us a lot. So. Yeah, and, you know, I, one thing I wanted to bring up, even though it is a hypothetical and I'm not trying to, you know, rush any player back from injury, but let's not forget that there are rumors that it should the Bills make the playoffs, you know, you see what I'm saying? Uh, should they make the playoffs, that Micah Hyde might actually come back and play in those playoffs, which I'm telling you, man, it just it is such a shame, not even because we're Bills fans, but it's such a shame that we have not seen this team at full strength because yep. if we did, we'd be seeing – I. Am, <laughs> I might be going on a crazy hot take here, but maybe the most well put together team overall in history ha without injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we don't live in a perfect world, of course, but that's, that's why we've got to have the guys that we do like Josh Allen, but Deion Dawkins, you know, that's a big one for me because 
he is undoubtedly to me the best offensive lineman that they have, but he's also a leader in the in the locker room, and it's a guy that you definitely want on the football field, and especially against these Jets, which we're going to get to those defensive keys here in uh, in just a little bit, guys. And don't forget, we've got plenty of coverage as far as the Buffalo Bills in Jets game that will be taking place in Orchard Park on Sunday. Uh, because CBS refused to have it flexed. They wanted to save the rights. But Montage, let's take a look at some of those comments real quick before we uh, move on into our next segment. Yeah, no, uh, Renardo is looking for the ground game, three-headed monster, Singletary, Cook, and Josh Allen uh, to get over 60 yards each and uh, a big score prediction we'll get to later um, on that regard. So just to recap on the injuries before we move on, is on defense, we're looking at no Matt Milano potentially, and Jordan Phillips is out. And then on offense, we're looking at a hobbled Quesenberry going to play with a questionable Deion Dawkins and Reggie Gilliam is out. For the Jets, they just have one um, injury. So that's Michael Clemens questionable. I thought I saw that he wasn't um expected to play but uh, i think he's questionable so there's still a chance he he could play excellent well you know what montage that's great that you brought that up about jordan phillips because i'll tell you what for this next segment i got a guy that i think is going to be a great picket unsung here of the week but of course if you guys are just now tuning in you are live here in the sit down and the built the buffalo network with myself the sauce god and my co-host mafia montage we're live here, guys. Hit that like and share. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Follow us on Twitter. And let's get it going. Bill's Mafia, we've got to get the hype. I'm telling you, Montage, every time we have the hype started here, I feel like it translates to a win for the Buffalo Bills. Every yeah, absolutely. Time. And I'm glad that we're back to a pregame setup now instead of the postgame. So now we get yeah. a chance to really tell you guys what to expect in this game. But we're going to move on to our next segment here, the Unsung Hero of the Week. I honestly, Montage, have had thought about this all day because I honest, I like this segment, right? Mm-hmm. I like the guy that steps up. You didn't expect him to. And those few plays, they weren't the gigantic ones, but they were the ones that made the difference, right? Shaq Lawson is going to be my pick this week, right? Because nice. has he not made plays time and time and time again with his usage on the football field? And you know he is a dog. He always was when he was here in Buffalo. He is actually playing against one of his former teams in the New Jersey Jets. So for me, a guy like Shaq Lawson and Greg Rousseau could step up. But you know, Greg Rousseau, we expect him to step up, right? So for me, Shaq Lawson is the guy that I think can make those one or two plays where if it's going to be that, that makes the difference. But I maybe the Bills uh, blow him out montage, right? But if that's going to be the difference, hey, that's all you need out of Shaq Lawson. He's done it every single time this season. And he's honestly impressed me because – I wondered if he had that much left in the tank. And and, and I, I always knew that it was more about money and it wasn't that he wanted to leave Buffalo, but it's tough to retain guys for especially the money that him and Jordan Phillips got paid that year. But look at, they're both back and they're playing better football in Buffalo than they have in their previous uh, couple of teams. So Montage, that is my unsung hero of the week, but who do you got for us this week? Who do you think? Yeah, I'm going to stay on guy? defense. I think uh, I'm going to go with Xavier Rhodes. If he's the, or whomever, the opposite corner of Tredavious White is uh, in this matchup. Because I think even though there may be a little bit of weather this weekend, they're going to try to throw it. I doubt they're going to try to test Trey White. If they do, he would not be really unsung as a hero. I'm going to go with the opposite opposing uh, cornerback from Trey White, and I'm assuming that's going to be Xavier Rhodes or Kyrie Elam um, for this week. So that's going to be my unsung hero of the game. 
is Xavier Rhodes. Okay, you know what, too? I honestly really, I, what I saw from him against the Patriots was a little bit of uh, like a like a fight to him. You know what I mean? Like a little bit of a bite. It looked like he was like a little a chip on his shoulder, right? You didn't see very much of him, of course, but it was good to finally see him on the football field. So montage, I honestly like that pick. But, I, you know, I think the Tredavious, it wasn't it a beautiful thing to see him back on the football field and consistently yeah, around that football. So a, a guy like Xavier Rhodes could have a chance to step up when you play next to guys like him. And you got Jordan Poirier back there at safety. Hopefully, of course, uh, currently on the injury list at this moment. But, of course, that is the unsung hero this week. Of course, presented by... Underdog, let's give this segment to Underdog Fantasy because I'll tell you what, Montage, I really have become a big fan of this Underdog Fantasy thing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my roommate's got it himself, and, and my friends that are in Florida that can't legally sports bet, of course, they can get it on the action there. And it's, hey, honestly, probably a way better situation, way better chances of winning. And, and honestly, Absolutely. for me, it's more fun than it feels like betting, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, I hit one last night for, for a thousand bucks, so we'll get to, to that later. On. Montage. We, of course, here at Built the Buffalo do not encourage or endorse any illegal or underage, uh, underage gambling of any sort. Bet and play at your own risk. But make sure to use that promo code BIB for a deposit match right now. So, Montage, that's our unsung here of the week. Let's move on to our next segment, brother. What do we got here? Actually, you know what? Take me to the comments real quick. I know that we got a few of them out there. And I think that my connection's actually cleared up finally. Yeah, it is. And Roy Collins comes in saying Crowder could also come back late in the year. And I, I like that. That's uh That'd be a good good get. I think our offense can be more diversified than it is now. And even though some of the guys are stepping into different roles and we're seeing some success uh, get sustained from some guys like James Cook had a great game uh, last last week. So or yes, feels like two weeks ago at this point. But uh, ten days. And uh, you know, I think that um, by the time he gets back, I think it would just add another dimension at that point. Uh, it's something we don't have. He wasn't playing at the top of his game even when he went out so i'm not high hopes for some big productive return but i just think it can add a dimension and maybe in crunch time when we need something we can kind of go to him as maybe a surprise but that's reliable um if they can develop that trust in him uh you know once he gets back so maybe but uh you know even if he is back i wouldn't expect big things just a potential to have a wrinkle in the offense, which is always adding another dimension and another complication with the offense for the defense to prepare for at minimum. Montage, I'll tell you what, brother, your analysis is always sometimes it's a thing of beauty. I love to hear how you break it down, my friend. So, all right. So a little disoriented. I'm trying to check everything on my phone real quick. I got a million people blowing me up right now. But uh, anyways, let's move on to our next segment here, which is, I, I had a really sick sound for this one too. I, I couldn't get it, but it was going to say, you are the weakest link. And of course, yeah, that's going to be our next segment here. And that is, who is going to be the weakest link this week? And that could be, now montage, it could be one of two ways, right? The weakest link could be either us or it could be somebody on the uh, opponent's team. So it really, you got to try to be as unbiased as you can here, but who is going to be the weakest link of the week? It's a, like a tongue twister in itself. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Jets' run defense um, when it comes to the end of the game here. I think that the offensive linemen have enjoyed kind of getting downhill and pushing some guys around, and they've started to find a little uh, success with it. And I think we just continue that this week. And I think uh, the Jets' run stoppers really um, end up being the weakest link in this game. And I know they have Quinn and Williams. And I know they have some guys over there that are good. But um, I just think the way this line is 
starting to play in the run game and the way these backs are starting to run the ball with Singletary and Cook and then don't rule out Josh Allen running the ball. I think all those things kind of uh, will roll into uh, a good running game for the Bills, and that's going to be the weakest link for the Jets and for the overall game itself. I think the weakest link right now for the New Jersey Jets is the fact that Mike White is right now their quarterback, but they're still saying that Zach Wilson is their guy going forward. So, like, when exactly is Zach Wilson supposed to come back in and be that guy? And to me, Montage, it doesn't exactly look like Zach Wilson holds that locker room uh, true to, you know, the way that Josh Allen does, right? Because you see them all showing up with the T-shirts of Mike White. It just, to me, does it feel like, you know, are they really just saying Zach Wilson ain't that good? That's not a problem that you want to have, right? And that's not a distraction that you want to have. And it's not something that you want to figure out as an organization when you're fighting tooth and nail just to make the playoffs for the first time in however long. I think they currently have the longest drought in the NFL. I think it's uh, maybe 12 years or something like that. But, uh, okay, so for me, how are you going to approach this game where you're clearly playing a better team in the Buffalo Bills? You're in a game where we're coming in with a must-win attitude. We're trying to stay in the driver's seat for the remainder of the season. So you have a quarterback controversy right now when, to me, that right there just sets them up for failure right there. And that's, yeah. is that something to do with, with the coaching or just this, you know, the current guys that they have at QB? I think that most of it is still, it's just the dysfunction that exists, you know, trying to figure out what is exactly, what is, what is their bread and butter? What makes them them? The Giants figured it out this year, defense and running the football, including it with Danny Jones. They found what works for them, right? I haven't exactly seen that out of anything with the quarterbacks with the Jets. And I know Garrett Wilson got it going against us, but come on, guys. Let's not act like we haven't been banged up in most of these matchups that we've we faced. And Zach Wilson probably threw the, uh, the football as soon as he snapped it every single time because we were just pressuring him all game and we couldn't yeah. stop the run. So that, to me... <laughs> their run game, obviously, are we afraid of that Bills Mafia? I don't know. I think that the way that we can respond to, you know, when we've had issues with the run game, we've always been able to respond in those moments. We've always been able to come out the next week and and play better or or find a way to at least get it done and, and correct some of those mistakes. So it's just right now, as a football team like the Buffalo Bills that's experienced and has been there, the, the Jets don't have that right now. They just don't have that culture. They don't have the entire winning attitude. And I, that, to me, I think is why the Buffalo, the one of the biggest things that is why I believe the Buffalo Bills are going to win tomorrow montage. Yeah, you know, Zach Wilson kind of put his own nail in his own coffin there, um, you know, with the way he went out and had a uh, post-game press conference. I think he was just really arrogant and just, you know, you can't play a guy after that. I mean, he, he had to have lost the locker room for sure. And, you know, hopefully he's trying to atone for that and trying to get back on the field. But the problem is his play wasn't any good either. I think he threw for two yards or something and it's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, you can't take ownership. I think whenever um, Josh comes to the podium after a game, especially after a loss, he always um, takes the blame uh, before he takes the glory. And when he gets glory, he's always, you know, passing it on to the guys who helped him get there. So uh, it's a little bit of an attitude problem, I think, with the Jets and with Zach Wilson specifically. But I think it's just, you know, more of a uh, a culture. And I know this is Robert Sala's first year. So, um, but, you know, Zach Wilson is is uh, kind of their franchise guy or was supposed to be. So be interesting to see how how that all plays out moving forward. But yeah, I'm not worried about, um, you know, Mike White coming out with Garrett Wilson either. I think that, um, you know, it is 
uh, decent combo, but at the end of the day, he's a rookie. And if he's going to go up against Trey White, I think that um, if Trey White is near where he was before, I think we're we're in good shape there. And that's why I think they'll start testing uh, the opposite corner sooner, you know, soon after uh, the start of the game. And and I don't think they're going to have much success over there. Yeah, you know, and I think sometimes it's and not to sound like a jerk, but, you know, because the dude was in the news for banging moms like that built up a lot of hype around this kid. But really, we never saw the dog in him in his rookie year like we saw right. Josh Allen. And I know I compare everybody to Josh Allen, but guys, that's to me that that's the blueprint for development of a QB that was said to be a raw prospect with the nothing but the ceiling. Right. But was raw needed to be developed and. To me, it's, again, culture is everything with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. I do think that Robert Sala is turning things around over there. But it's just overall that quarterback situation that does exist in with the Jets right now is ultimately why they have – that's their biggest weakness. And that's not a weakness that you want to be having as a football team, you know, especially with a defense like they, that they have. And ah, it's just montage. Honestly, we shouldn't have even lost that first game to me. And I feel like, again, it's it, – we're just we're playing against our own selves out there, montage. Yeah. So again, guys, this has been the weakest link. Um, I was saying the run defense, and then Sauce God said um, the uncertainty at quarterback and, and dysfunction is going to be the weakest link this week, specifically uh, for the Jets against the Bills. And I couldn't agree more um, with both takes. I do agree with myself typically, so I'm basically saying I you totally do. agree with you. Okay, well, excellent. So, of course, guys, if you're just not tuning in, hit that like and share. We uh, started up a little bit late, but we still have a jam-packed show with uh, much more ahead with the offensive keys to the game, the defensive keys to the game. Who do we think is going to be one of the better underdog fantasy picks, of course, this week? We're going to give you free picks live here on stream. We're going to actually show you guys a little bit of how to use that underdog fantasy app, which is so incredibly easy and awesome and fun to use. And for people like me and Montage, Sometimes it's really hard to wait until Sunday to watch the Bills play. So we got to get in some action on Saturdays, Fridays, Thursdays. Underdog Fantasy, it's got it all there, Montage. And I, I honestly can't go wrong, right? So yeah, uh, uh, for anybody else just tuning in, you're live here on the Built of Buffalo Networks, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Don't forget to hit that like and share. Keep those comments flowing, Montage. Let's move on. And, and I got a nice little uh, tune here to play alongside of it. But let's go into our victory formation, my friend gonna start playing now montage let me tell you something victory formation to me right is what is the bills what do they have to just go in here and do what are the necessary things that they have to get done in order to obtain a win you know if it was going to be a tooth and nail type of matchup are they able to you know blow them out maybe not what do they have to do just to win this game simply montage tell us yeah, so basically, you know, the victory formation of this week is going to be to run the football effectively. There's going to be rain. There's going to be frozen, uh, freezing rain, excuse me, and potentially some snow left over from the morning. And I think that... not to laugh, by the way. <laughs> I, I think you uh, you got to run the ball in that situation. And, and honestly, uh, it may be more important as to how effective they are in the passing game as to how the game goes right because you know you know you're gonna have to run the ball so can you hit those passes when you do choose to call those plays so uh definitely you know being effective on offense i'll say is definitely gonna uh, be the key to victory here so i i think for us to hit the victory formation montage all we got to do is is let them blitz and let josh Allen do what he does against the blitz but 
I think, again, Bills Mafia, as much as we want to see him go off for just that, you know, star-studded game, jam-packed with stats, that's not what we care about. We care about wins. And I think that the Bills have realized that James Cook and Devin Singletary provide such value to this offense that if we have moments where we're stalling out, them two guys can quickly change the momentum if they're able to get it going. So for me, let James Cook. We're seeing it more and more lately, Montage, and I I like it because, you know, he, he struggled a little bit at the start of the season. But Devin Singletary, every single time that James Cook comes in and gets a, a nice carry, he comes back in like he wants to just, you know, one-up him, right? So let's get the run game going nice and easy. Let Stephon Diggs go out there and show Sauce Gardner, which, by the way, Sauce God is telling Sauce Gardner, don't get too excited. You might have picked Josh Allen off in that first one, but, hey, yeah. you piss the man off. You, you just happen. don't know exactly what he's going to do to you. I mean, you ever seen his face when he just, yeah, I'm telling you, it looks like a man that's about to just destroy a tooth and nail. So for the Bills, offensively, and let's get this uh, thing off real quick because I'm going to, I just want to start laughing my ass off. So um, <laughs> just go out there, play your game. Don't turn the football over and just get the football out quick sometimes too. Don't even allow chances for the linemen to make mistakes and, and commit holding penalties or, or let Josh Allen just get rocked. You know, get the football quick and run the football. And, again, make the game easy for Josh Allen. It's been working in the recent three weeks. And I think that that's got to be the blueprint going forward, Montage. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I think that, uh, you know, to elaborate on offensive execution is that, you know, we need to um, make sure that we're efficient when we're when we're passing the ball specifically. We need to – get those quick hitters because we're not going to have time to uh, invite a blitz and sit there and hold the ball for something down the field. The conditions aren't going to allow it either uh, with the weather, like I mentioned. So I think that, you know, those quick passing um, attacks are going to be key um, to, to the victory. I think you can hit it right on the head. You know, and honestly too, um, maybe a few more targets, Khalil Shakir's way, honestly. I just nice think to that, see, you yeah. know, they got, they're going to just, I think one game unleash him a little bit, kind of the way that Isaiah McKenzie did a couple times last year and even a couple times this year. But I'm always just waiting for Gabe Davis to kind of respond off of, you know, what we're considering some down performances, but you know, montage, Dave Myers pointed this out that he's actually on pace for a thousand yards potentially. And I think 10 touchdowns, which for a number two receiver is pretty solid, especially behind a guy like Stefan Diggs with what he commands. Right. So yeah, I think it was a uh, week or two ago. I think I was on Twitter, uh, same, uh, feed or same, uh, thread as Dave was on letting people know that, you know, Hey, if our, if our number two, that isn't good enough, gets a thousand yards with those stats, I think that I'm going to be pretty happy overall. So, uh, you know, a lot of people calling him or saying that he's not a number two. Um, I believe in him. Obviously I got his Jersey hanging up right I think he's a one B. And I think he's going to, you know, hopefully uh, go out there and surprise some people uh, or make them happy, however you want to say it. But, uh, you know, I think it's uh, someone to look out for. Unfortunately, like I say, I don't know if the down the field uh, developing routes are going to be called too often with with the conditions that are going to be out there. But maybe they are. And if they are, that'll be um, something that'll be interesting to see and and see Davis's role um, and, and how many targets he'll get. And how many of those he'll catch. That's the big thing. You know, honestly, too, and if you if you ask me, Montage, the way that I would like to envision this going is 
the defense, I feel like, has bailed the offense out in several moments this year. And, I mean, that hey, you know, that's what football teams are supposed to do is have each other's backs, right? But how about the offense goes out there and, and just gets it done so that the defense, even with all the injuries and yeah. the loss of Von Miller, it, where it doesn't even matter because we've seen this offense montage. It, it has hit that ceiling to where it didn't matter what the other team did. And it yeah. didn't matter what they threw at him. It didn't matter because we have that kind of firepower. We have that explosiveness. We have – Guys that can play their position incredibly well. I mean, Devin Singletary, everybody sleeps on him. James Cook, we have so much talent on this offensive side of the football that we honestly are, are I feel like, being deprived by not seeing more production out of them. But, I, hey, I'm, I just want wins, right? But I think the offense this week is going to have to show, hey, it's our time to step up right now. And I believe that at this time of year, Josh Allen is that kind of guy. Uh, two years ago in 2020, people say we were having a way better year back then. We were nine and three at this point as well. And we, hey, what was our defining moment that year? The DeAndre Hopkins, Hail Mary, uh, Hail Mary, wherever you want to call it. That right there, we didn't lose a game from that point on, of course, until the playoffs. That's what builds character with this football team. We respond to those moments of adversity and we allow it to uh, make ourselves better montage. That's why I love this uh, this football team. So yeah, absolutely. We got to get to this one comment here. So Davis, hey, but three is, catches for one seventy five against the Steelers. Just gonna say, yeah, you know it's really tough to put uh, individual players in the production category sometimes. Now, last game, I think he did have you know only two catches with um, like seven targets or something like that. So mm-hmm. I think that you know he's getting the targets he's got to make some catches so i don't think that he's his usage is off i think you know there's some plays to be made there and he's got to make those um they didn't call any of the five incompletions to him drops on pff but i would say that's probably not right i would not think that josh allen would miss him five times and uh he caught a touchdown so really if one catches a touchdown that's producing points for the offense if you ask anybody if they'll take scoring a touchdown in a game as a productive game, they're going to say yes. So I don't mind if it's three catches. And like uh, Sauce Scott says, if it's three catches for even 80 yards or whatever, if he gets some of that, that yards per catch going and he gets the touchdown in there, that's all we can ask for out of a number two. I mean, you can't expect 10 catches for 100 yards from a number two. That's number one. That's what they do. So, uh, you know, we want to say 1A, 1B, and so everyone wants both guys to get 10 catches for 100 yards every game. It's just not going to happen in this offense. And if we need it to happen, we can make it happen, but it's not something they're trying to force. They're trying to take what the defense is giving them. So right now, when the defense gives them some dump-offs and things like that, we're going to go to those rather than try to force the ball down the field and, uh, you know, make mistakes. So I think when we did try to do that, that's when some of the interceptions kind of creeped in and things. So I think we got to – roll it back, you know, some quick hitters, things like that. And I think that, you know, Davis is going to be important, whether his stats show up as three, five, nine catches. You know, I think he scores one touchdown. That's an impact on the game for a number two. That's all I need, you know. And I mean, hey, just even re- the touchdown reception where Josh Allen made the Derek Jeter throw across his body, which I still I can still see it in my head right now. But, hey, just making that one play right there is, is all the different yeah. – Isaiah McKenzie, great example. Guy fumbles the football, scores a touchdown. It's just how do you respond to when you have these, you know, these downtimes, these slumps, right? And that's what that's that's what championship teams are made of, the guys that do respond from that. And, hey, that's something that I hate to say it, but we saw out of Tom Brady. Remember when uh, they started off 0-2, I think it was? They got smoked by the Chiefs, and everybody said Brady was washed up, and 
Yeah. Of course, it's just about how you respond in those moments. But Montage, let's move on. I was honestly really pumped to play this for you, brother. We're going to move on to our next segment, which is going to be the defensive keys to this football game. The pain trains are coming, baby. All right, yeah. Love that song. Now, Everybody awake now? Let me tell you something. I Every time I hear that, I think, yeah, Micah Hyde, and it's third down yeah. on the uh, Jumbotron. But the pain hey, trains fans. This Buffalo Bills defense has got to go out there and respond after the, of course, first matchup loss and looking kind of foolish to a much inferior Jets offense. But, Montage, start us off here. What are the defensive keys for the Buffalo Bills to win this football game? Yeah, that was my impression of Lorenzo Alexander when the train came on on third down. So, you know, so uh, he would always say, hey, Bills fans, let's go. And, uh, you know, I think that is one of the positions that we really need this week, especially if Milano's not there as the linebacking crew. So definitely looking for the defensive keys to come from the linebackers and making some tackles in both the run game and the pass game. And then also to cover that middle of the field and don't let the Jets kind of get a rhythm and some quick hitting, um, uh, you know, short stuff that, that can kind of dink and dunk you down the field. So linebackers got to play well, got to make guys not want to come over the middle, things like that. So it's going to be tough without Milano in there, I think for sure. But, um, you know, hopefully Tremaine Edmonds comes up and shows everyone why he's worthy of uh, getting another contract here and why I think he's a hell of a linebacker to be our ML, MLB for uh, quite some time here. So I think if you want to talk about something that might be a little underrated to talk about montage is, you know, defensively, let the Jets try and do too much, right? Because it is going to be slippery conditions. And sometimes I feel like these teams that come here and play against us, I feel like we have it in our heads that we got to go out there and we just got to get after them. No, sometimes you got to just let them literally trip and fall. Because, hey, that's really if, – if, if they defeat them, their own self-montage, I mean, that's right there. It takes away every aspect of what you got to do in this football game. So let the Jets come out there and shoot themselves in the foot, which means playing your position and being where you got to be and stopping the run montage. That's – again, I can't stress it enough. If we stop the run, I just don't think the Jets quarterback-wise are – like, do we expect Mike White or, or Zach Wilson to – come in and carry the offense to a win. No, we expect the Jets defense, if anything, to be the ones that come out there and step up in the running attack, right? Because that's the only thing that's worked for them as well. So yeah. for me, just let them come out there and and make those mistakes because again, they do have several issues. They have a lot of young players out there too. And I'm not saying that you know young players yeah. aren't smart, but those young players are prone to mistakes. So just let them come out there. Don't try to do too much. We don't have to, honestly, I don't think we need to get after Zach Wilson incredibly more than a four-man pass rush either. I don't think we're going to get after Zach Wilson at all. But I think, um, Mike White, you jerk. I think a four-man pass rush and you get the hands up and Greg Rousseau, if you keep lining him up like you did against New England where you had him in the middle of the field, he's on the right side of the field, he's on the left side of the field, you just use these guys to where they can be versatile and make impacts in different ways, different areas of the field, because that's what these guys are. They're versatile. A guy like Greg Rousseau, he probably could play tight end. You know what I mean? Look at the yeah. way that that guy is built. So his length came into play against the Patriots. I think that his length could have a big impact against the Jets. What do you think as far as Greg Rousseau's length? You know, like this, is that something that we got to pay a good amount of attention to? 
Yeah, you know, I think he's going to be a key moving forward without Von Miller for sure. I think that we need um, to get him in the run game. I think he has his effectiveness uh, well known. And so we really need to get him going um, with a pass rush and maybe some pass defenses um, as a, a lengthy end there. If they try to get something quick out to the side, you know, he's got to get his hands up and kind of affect that football. football. So I think that that's going to be uh, a key for our defense is how Rousseau plays. And I'm going to be interested to see this week what his snap counts are, because I think um, with the rotation, you now have one less piece to rotate. And I want to see if they kind of lean on Rousseau to play more of those snaps like Von Miller kind of was. I think Miller was around 70 to 76 percent uh, per game. And I want to see if Rousseau ends up, you know, in the 70s or even 80s um, as, you know, the best pass rusher besides Von Miller. So I, I like to bring up Greg Rousseau again because I want to remind everybody that is just now tuning in that me and Montage are actually going to run a little uh, giveaway for those of you that are watching the show and sign up on the Underdog Fantasy app with our promo code of BIB. Um, and I want to clear it up too. You don't have to deposit 100 hours. You can deposit as little as 10, and that will get you a deposit match. So if you, pay, you put 10 bucks in Montage, you get 20, right? But yes, for anybody that puts in a ticket, and if you win that ticket and you screenshot it and send it to us, we're going to have 10 people entered into this giveaway. We will take this Greg Rousseau autograph card um, because, hey, I kind of want to manifest him being the superstar going forward. So why not do something nice? It is the season of giving montage, and Sauce God does bring some blessings. So we're going to have a giveaway for that. So yeah, message us on Twitter, at Mafia Montage on Twitter, and at Buffalo Sauce God on Twitter. So, uh, you know, get our Twitter handles, get a hold of us, and let us know that you deposited with the promo code BIB. And then that you also uh, had a winning slip. Well, you know what, for this montage, week. what I might do is, so if for anybody that does get in there and does make a parlay or, or I don't know what the correct pick term em. is, but yeah, um, pick them pick pick entry. Right. Yep. So if they do a pick them, let's say tomorrow, I'll start a thread tomorrow where, you know, hey, check out what my picks are today. Check out what montages are. And we'll see whoever screenshots again. Uh, I think we should do it three or higher. If you hit anything three or higher, you, you screenshot it, put it in that thread, you will be entered into that giveaway, which is uh, honestly, hey, that's that's great because you're also winning money too. So got to be a winning entry. Yes. So that's all. And you can uh, use insurance, and but it's got to be a winning entry. Underdog Fantasy is free to download and it's able to be played in many, uh, many different states here in the United States. And I think you just have to be 18 or older to play. Uh, we do not encourage or endorse any illegal or underage gambling of any sort. Bet and play at your own risk. Of course, this is the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And Built in Buffalo is sponsored by PLB uh, Sports, Picasso's Pizza, uh, West Hurt, Ticket IQ, and of course, Underdog Fantasy and Montage. Man, I just, the other things that are in the works, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. There's big things coming. Yes, sir. All right, so let's, let's move on. right into Before the next I, one. Uh, we got a, speaking of Underdog, right? We've got a little uh, pick them entry up for you right here. So I logged into Underdog. Okay. On the, this is a web uh, view of it. Um, and I went to pick them here and uh, like Collins, I've actually, I've heard that Corvette, uh, sorry, uh, Chevette. Chevette. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I think I actually have heard that horn, but that reminds me of the Amtrak uh, train every single time. Yep. Absolutely. Now I had, I used to live, uh, with train tracks right behind my house. So, you know, three o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, as the trains come through, they were going through an intersection right behind my house and they had to blow their horn uh, ungodly loud. So I definitely uh, have a new appreciation or disappreciation of 
the uh, the train horns when I hear so them. I'm going to also pull bit. my underdog fantasy app too because I want to make my picks right here um, to get in the action for tomorrow. Perfect. Now, I want to also – we got to go over some picks outside of the Bills game too because sure. I think we should start actually some other teams first and then we'll come back to the Bills game So uh, to see what maybe Bills Mafia thinks too. Maybe they get in with us. Sounds good. Okay, so montage. Let's take a look. Uh, NFL action, of course. Yep, I got uh, NFL right selected away with down here. So now we have the Baltimore Pittsburgh one o'clock game. Okay, I'm looking at Philly and the New Jersey Giants. And I'll tell you what, I'm taking over uh, higher than 49 and a half rushing yards for Jalen Hurts. Yep. I'm going to go with. Lower than 14 and a half rushing attempts for Miles Sanders. And then I'm going to go away from that game. We'll come back to the Bills. And uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do all five picks. And I'm not going to do insurance either. I think if, if right. maybe if I'm picking them this time, maybe maybe we finally hit one. We'll come back to that game. All right, let's take a look at the Brownies. The Brownies and the Bengals, right? The Ohio connection. I'm going to take higher than half an interception for Deshaun Watson. I'm going to take higher than um, – no, no, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take that. I'm going to take Joe Burrow over 279.5 passing yards. And then I'm going to come back to the Bills and in, in, in the Jets. I haven't done one of these with, with um, live in a minute. But, okay, Mafia, honestly – I love the bills, but like, Hey, when it comes to betting, you got to bet with, you know, your, your instinct, not your, not your heart. Right. So Absolutely. for me, I'm going to take five receptions higher for Garrett Wilson. I'm going to take over five receptions. Oh, easily. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to put only five bucks on this and that is going to be a payout of a hundred dollars. Should all five hit. Now, if you, if I took insurance there, if all five hit, I would only win 50, but if only four hit, you you still win, right? Yeah, I can see here. So if you win uh, on a ten dollar bet, you get a hundred, and then on a four out of five, you get two and a half. So I replicated that on the screen. I'm gonna throw in a ten dollar bet to match yours uh, with my money as well, and I'll split the winnings with you. How about that? But I'm gonna do insurance, and we'll go that route. All right, montage, lock it in. So now. Uh, focusing more on the bills. Um, all right, that actually went in good. Had a tr you have to make sure that submits too. I have had had a an issue with that. So um, I like that over five receptions uh, for Wilson. I'm going to put that on mine as well because uh, it's beautiful. And um, then what else do we want to see from the Jets? I got to have one more. Uh, you got to definitely take a look at some more Bills ones. I wish I for sure. I'm going to take Zonovan Knights over. I, he's got to get some yards, whether he's effective or not. You know, he's going to get some yards rushing and catching. So 53 uh, isn't too much to, to ask for. So take a look at um, James Cook, buddy. Come on. What do you think there? Oh, easily. So we got 13 and a half receiving yards. I love those. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would almost I almost like the uh, the rushing plus receiving. I like the rushing uh, plus receiving. Yeah, absolutely. I always, always, always. Go lower on digs. He's always, always, Hold on. always Remember, uh, two was yards lower. Brought up the three targets a game for Gabe Davis. His over, his higher lower is for three receptions. So, do we finally right. slam the higher? I hit it. Let's do it. All right. So this one, uh, we're not going to. 
we're not going to do uh, insurance on them. We're just going to throw 90 at it for a hundred for 1800 to win. Uh, like I say, we got a little, uh, we got a little action on the NBA last night, uh, threw in a, a, a entry on pick 50 bucks and got a thousand out of it. So, um, just to let you know, we do have, um, we will share these picks in that thread on Twitter. And if you enter, uh, with the code BIB and then send us a screenshot of your winning, uh, pick them entry, then we will enter you in a giveaway for Greg Rousseau signed card. Or Curtis it's not a signed. Sit down, baby. Is it signed or not? Sorry. It is an autographed Greg Rousseau card. Auto- yes. Autographed yeah. card, yes. So, yep. so, so you'll see here, uh, at NBA last night, you know, had a couple picks going and, uh, barely squeaked it out with Halliburton there, but, um, five picks thousand bucks on a $50 entry. That's uh, as easy as it is um, for, for getting some money, you know, seven o'clock on a Friday night, uh, throwing something in there and seeing what sticks and boy, did that stick. So that was a nice, uh, so nice little surprise montage. Instead of talking about the rumor mill, because right now I don't think that we really need to take a look at anything as far as, you right. know, Beckham jr. We've all heard it time and time again. Let's talk about something different. Let's talk about, the current race for MVP in the NFL, right? Now, yeah. if you look, if where I, I don't think that Josh Allen is currently sitting at one. To us, he definitely should be. And by the end of the season, he very well, very well has a chance that he will win the MVP. But yeah. I don't think that he's right now sitting at one. But then people don't even act like Jalen Hurts is sitting at one. And to me, I think that's disrespectful, right? But who do you think is currently like the top five people for MVP? But before we do that, I want to play this little, little quick chant. Real fast because uh, I, I added all these cool things on the first team I have a set. That's when we were chanting MVP for Josh Allen. You're not talking that. about So, of course, you know, the MVP chance montage, give me your one through five or your five through one. What do you got? Yeah, I think Hertz has to be at the top of the discussion. He's taking that offense to a whole new level. Um, and then you got to look at uh, what's going on in Miami. It's hard for me to pick one guy, but I mean, they've had success. Um, I'm not sure that I would pick Tua, but I'm not sure that I wouldn't would pick Tyreek Hill either, but I think they're on the fringe of that five. And then, um, sorry, I went out of order, but I think Jalen Hurts leads. And then I think Josh Allen is right there. Uh, I just think that his, if you take Josh Allen out of this offense, everything we do, kind of goes away and you have to create a new offense for somebody else. Nobody else can really run this offense effectively. Um, there are very no few do the people things that he does either. Yeah, very no. few people can run this offense. If, if anybody can, uh, there's two people that I can. So, think of. so I mean, cause I, Pat Mahomes losing to both Josh Allen and Joe Burrow this year to me really hurt his chances. And I think he put him at five, right? Yeah. Four. I think Mahomes and Burrow are, are three and four. And I then think I think somebody from, Miami, maybe Tua is five for me. I'd say two at four for me, and um, Joe Burrow at three, Josh Allen at one, and and Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, Josh Allen at two and Jalen Hurts at one. But people were acting like just because Jalen Hurts has those two great receivers over there, they got AJ Brown. That it, it, that's less deserving of the award. No, what he is, what his game has transitioned to from previous year to right now is insane. And that Eagles squad is, is really legit. I really think yeah. that should the bills make the super bowl and when they make the super bowl, that that very well could be the team that they play against. And yeah, I, I think you know, got to understand that, you know, Hertz is uh, gaining traction and really just going off 
you know, with his own talent, you know, and he's not always getting scripted runs, but he is getting some, I think. So I think you really have to appreciate that dynamic um, effort that he gives to that offense. I think it's just one of those things where not many people can run that offense in Philly. Now, I think that with the way things are very well going to shape out for the Bills, should they win out and take the number one seed, I think right then and there, that means that Josh Allen probably played it uh, well enough with everything that he's already done this year to where he probably would win the MVP award. Just because I think, is the AFC a tougher conference than the NFC? I definitely think so. Um, and that's, I, again, the Eagles are incredible, right? But Josh Allen, is, for what he does – and what he's going to be asked to do to, to continue and to try and stay in the driver's seat if he is able to lead this team, especially after what people were, were saying was a was a big-time slump for the guy with his, his interceptions, right? It doesn't even matter if he throws a pick again at some point in the season montage. Statistics right. don't always get you the award. It is overall, how did you – were you overall efficient enough? You know what I mean? Of course, we know that there were times this year that he wasn't. But let's not act like Josh Allen is not the reason – that we are offensively in every single game we play, right? All right, Montage, let's move on here. Of course, we're live here on the sit-down of the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We did start up a little bit late, but uh, Montage, we're always prepared and professional as always. But so I think we uh, have to go ahead and head into our next segment here, brother, if you are ready. Ready, let's go. All right, my, uh, Mafia, I'll tell you what, Mafia Montage's Maniac of the Week is something that you can't miss because he loves to break things down. He's going to give you who he thinks this week's Maniac of the Week will be, right? That's correct. Yes, sir. Okay, brother, let's kick off that video for you and let's get it going. I've been going very defense heavy on this Maniac of the Week lately. And what I want to do is actually uh, go back to the offense. And I think that the Maniac of the Week this week is going to go to James Cook. I think the rookie is ready to blow up, and I think he's ready to go off against the Jets. I think it's a perfect game for him to show out and show what he can do and put everybody in the national media on notice because Bill's Mafia loves him. Everyone's been commenting all day on Twitter on the built-in Buffalo uh, Twitter feed about James Cook and how they expect him to have a big game. So I'm going to ride the Mafia and say, hey, let's go James Cook, our Mafia Montage Maniac of the Week this week against the Jets. Heck yeah. Hey, I, I honestly, every time that you make your pick for the Montage Maniac of the Week, it sounds like you might know a thing or two about Mafia Montage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you know the guy, right? Well, thank you for that, brother. So let's move on, of course, to our final segment, uh, which is going to be me getting saucy. Is it going to be me getting fired up this week? Montage, I'm not entirely sure. We'll have to find out. So me getting saucy this week is not me yelling like some crazy hot-headed Italian monster, you know what I mean, like I've done in previous weeks. No, me getting saucy this week is about uh, – I want to say thank you to everybody at Built in Buffalo. It's been honestly – you know, the way that everybody works at, at this brand and this media is – it's off the charts montage, especially a guy like you who does so much work with the with Twitter. And, and Bill's Mafia, when you see those updates, we're back there working our asses off to make sure that we give you not only – the best coverage and the best news, but the most informative and accurate and, and great take and entertaining take on, on the Buffalo Bills. We love the Bills. We love you, Bills Mafia, but built in Buffalo, 
Shout out to them. Shout out to everybody over there that does every bit of work that they do. Live shows, podcasts, Twitter, Facebook. It doesn't matter. We are, uh, honestly, Montage, we are blessed to be on this network, my friend. Absolutely. Heck of a team. Love the guys, uh, Dave and Nakeem, especially the founders there to give us this opportunity each and every week. And, uh, you know, everyone out there who's watching and listening, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming out to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You even find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So really appreciate taking the time out of your day uh, to give us a listen, give us a watch. And, uh, you know, can't thank Dave and uh, Keem enough. Of course, man. Built in Buffalo is just, if you ask me, Montage, I just the way that we 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 give you guys every bit of Bill's information. I mean, we are so thorough in everything that we do. And and I'm I'm proud to be a, a member of this team. And honestly, I like sometimes when I think about it, Montage, I'm lost for words because this brand is just growing incredibly and it's just full of great people. And Absolutely. except for when Dave gets negative about the Bills being up 14-7. <laughs> Love you, CEO. So, hey, real quick, Montage, I want to give everybody a real quick round of applause. So, Montage, next week, you know, I want to remind everybody here that, you know, of course, we, we had some technical difficulties tonight. We are actually trying to make this show go off into the, the next step as far as production. We're trying to make this even more entertaining for you guys. So, bear with us. We're Me and Montage are a couple of, uh, you know, bums from Western New York trying to figure out this whole show thing, right? But we're here to bring you the best Bills show that there is. So Bills Mafia, don't sleep on us. We got big things coming. Montage, appreciate you as always, brother. What do you got to say? Yeah, you know, I just want to give a score prediction before we get out of here real quick. I didn't want to hear a score prediction. We're never close anymore. We're, uh, we're we, missed one, we missed one time. Missed Wait, one hold time. on. Let me give you mine. Let me see if maybe I can get you to agree with yeah. mine. I agree with your week. Okay. You got to tell me though, are are the Bills in the thirties? No. That's my cat. Higher. Forties, forties, baby. Okay, so all right, can we go 40, 49, 49-22? Yeah, I mean, I was gonna go just because I strategically placed my jerseys next to each other. Forty to twenty-four, uh, Bills win. So. Um, you know, I can get on that train, get up to 49 for you. 49, 24, it will be my final score prediction. Of course, I love it, Montage. All right, guys, uh, make sure to tune in with, with us next week, Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, not 7.30, of course. Started up late. That never usually happens. But Bills Mafia, we'll see you back here. Go Bills, and uh, God bless, and everybody enjoy yourselves. Be safe, responsible. Love you. Go Bills.